what's up everybody the only way i can say this is it's a fucking disaster or how our nycfc coach once said un puto desastre what the fuck just happened <laughs> welcome to the whole talk podcast to this emergency podcast that for the first time ever i am shocked I was crying for four hours. I needed my mama. And I, I, I ripped every, everything Barcelona related. Not really, though. I still have them. I'm just putting, making that emotional for the podcast. Um, it's been... Oh, my God. We're just recording hours after the disaster. Barcelona, five minute game, eight to two. Which technically is actually nine one because they actually scored nine times. What the there, hell yep. just happened? So right now I have a wonderful guest. We have Piers joining us. He's a fellow uh, Real Madrid fan and also a Bayern Munich fan. And we also have another guest coming up very very soon. He's just doing some stuff right now. And Piers, welcome to the podcast. Making fun of me <laughs> before the recording. Appreciate it, man. Uh, glad to be on. Glad to, you know, partake in the drinking of Barcelona tears. As you said, I'm a Real Madrid fan, so I love doing that all the time, man. It's it's just the best. Tastes so sweet. Uh, all right. He says he's in. Hold on. Let me see if I can get him in. Uh, I don't I don't see him right now. Let me see. If, oh, why am I taking pictures? Yo, this is great for a pod. Yeah, one uncut, raw. I know. It is gonna be raw. I'm just waiting for him to come here. Let me see. He says he's in. Okay, so I think I think I should be fine on the other podcast. I think that start is there. So, how do I say your name, Shoel? Yeah, 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 Shoel. Got it. Yep. There you go, Shoel. All right, so we have Shoel. He's finally here. Finally, uh, we have Piers here. Piers, well, he's. Also a fellow Barcelona fan for a very no. long time. No. No? I'm a Real Madrid fan, buddy. Come on. Ah. Real Madrid and Bayern Munich fan. Oh, that's true, though. My bad, Piers. Sorry. It's a bad combination, <laughs> but, you know. Hey, then again, you know what? Then again, we got beat 8 nothing. I mean, 8-2. They almost felt like 8 nothing. Um, But, so, <laughs> what, why should I talk, right? <laughs> Oh my god! Like I was saying, it's been a fucking a puta disaster. What happened today? I was talking to Pierce. He was laughing at us. And um, Joel, you you said you you have a short time, and I'm gonna let you say what you gotta say. All right, man. No, no thanks. I appreciate. It. I just finished writing my piece, so I haven't written. And and when you guys, when anybody, you know, obviously who's listening reads the piece. I started off by saying my last piece that I wrote was the 6-1 to comeback against PSG three years ago. That yeah. was the last time this, because I, I, I've done this for, I did it for five years, writing about Barca, but then I got a job in news. It's a full-time gig, and so I moved on to that. But I always love the club. You know, I always follow, I watch games, um, but I'm doing my thing in, in news. And then I, I kind of felt like, like this shit was going to happen. And we could say shit, right? Obviously, yeah. Absolutely. Go for okay. it. <laughs> All right. I'm used to other podcasts where I can't say language. So I'm glad that oh, I, at least I, could, I could say don't fuck worry, or whatever. I, 
Yeah, don't worry. I could put <laughs> I could put an explicit on this thing. That's why I said it's no host bar. It doesn't matter for me. Okay. Well, I, I no, that's good. I, I I felt like this shit was gonna happen because I'm just like, all right, like it's it's the Titanic is sinking. Like it's sinking, and we're gonna reach the bottom. It's just a matter of time. There's only so much things so much things that Messi can do. Uh, that's you know he could save us from from completely going to the bottom. But this shit was drowning ever since ever since Sergio Roberto made that last goal against PSG. In my opinion, that was it. That was it. That was the high. And then, like, I even forgot, and I was doing my research for the piece, I forgot that, uh, so Barcelona, that was the round of 16. Then they went to the quarterfinals, and they got smoked by Juventus, 3-0 on aggregate. And yes. I was just like, fuck. I'm like, just, damn, was it really that bad? They didn't even score one goal. That was uh, Neymar's last Champions League with Barcelona. Then he obviously went to PSG. And ever since then, it's just been, like, patchwork and just trying to, like, fix the fix those sinking ship and it's nothing fucking works. And so for me, I'm just like, all right, at, at some point we are going to reach bottom and yeah, like Valverde and all this shit won like, uh, you know, titles or whatever, but let's be honest, Messi was carrying that. Some other players were helping carrying that Valverde didn't really earn those titles. At least that's is my opinion. Uh, and then you reach today where Bayern Munich were basically the bottom of the ocean and we just slammed hard against the bottom of the ocean and, you know, there was only one goal really scored. I mean, that was that was Luis Suarez. That Alba goal, I mean, it was hell of a goal, but it was obviously against his own team. Yeah. But for me, I'm just, I'm more sad for Messi. Like, honestly, like, I'm not even sad for the club. The club, fuck it. Like, it was going to happen. I'm not mad. I'm not mad for Bartomeu. I'm not sad for Bartomeu. Like, he can go away. Um, but I am sad for Messi. Am I sad for PK? Yes and no, and I don't know about... I don't know about you. I, I mean, as a as a Barca fan as well, I'm kind of somewhere in the middle when it comes to PK because yeah, he's given a lot to the club, but at the same time, these past few years, he's played like shit a lot of times, and it seems like he's more into whatever it is that he wants to do in the future, whether he wants to be the president of the club or whatever. And I'm just like, you've lost your focus, or you're just past your prime. And I think he should go personally, but I don't think he's gonna go. I think just because he means quote unquote a lot to the club. I don't think he's going to go anywhere. I saw him crying after the match and it was just like, all right, fine. That's, you know, that's whatever. Like <laughs> I have yeah. a hard time just buying into like, okay, like I'm sure. Yeah. He's hurt because he got humiliated in front of the world. Um, but at the same time, it's like, dude, why didn't you step your game up all these years? Like, I hate to make the comparison and I'm sure, um, you know, Real Madrid fans will like this, but like, how is it that Sergio Ramos continues to have, even though he's older? Yeah. He's had his injuries over, but it seems like he still could be like solid back there. Whereas Pique is, you know, becoming all, all soft and shit. And to me, I'm just like, I'd rather have that. I'd rather, I'd rather have what Sergio Ramos gives Real Madrid. You know, when Sergio Ramos is not there, you see what happens, but on plays like shit and it just goes downhill for them. Uh, but when he's no. there, they're solid. And they had a, a tremendous defense uh, this year. That's why they won the league, especially the, the when they came back from quarantine. So I have a hard time feeling bad for PK. I don't know about you. What do you think? Um, for me, honestly, um, I don't know if you saw the interview. He said that he said everything. He said um, that there has to be changes, not not just in the field from like upper and everything. And if he has to leave so new blood could come in, he's willing to do that. I don't know if you saw that interview. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, good for him. Then at least he acknowledges it. And if he needs to be sold or if he needs to come to the MLS, you know, and, and be sold to Inter-Miami or whatever, then so then so be it. That's fine. I mean, I think Langley is the only one that really 
can count on it back there. I mean, Umtiti, well, is it true? Umtiti got COVID, and so that's unfortunate. Yeah. But he should yeah. be fine. But at the same time, he's been injury prone, and he hasn't been the same since he came over. Maybe that first year he had his best year. But other than that, he hasn't done anything. If they could sell him to, I don't know, Arsenal or one of these clubs that needs a center back, I'm I, I'm fine with it. But it's it's just a mess. And once it got to just like 4-1, to one, I'm like, please just call off the match because it's just going to get worse. And I hate the fact that, you know, players like De Jong, uh, the young players, you know, uh, Ricky, you know, Ansu Fati, they all have to just kind of sit there and take it and see the older players like Rakitic and some of these other ones, and Vidal too as well, like just completely just tank it and just realize, you know, this is like, this is the end. Like this is the end of the era right here. Like you're seeing Rakitic just drag his feet. Vidal all frustrated and being trying to be tough like he always is, but he's well past his prime. He should not come back. Um, and even Suarez, I know some, you know, yeah, Suarez has given us a lot to the club, but he's pretty much done being a prime player. I, that's that's just me. That's just my opinion. But I think he's done. I think he belongs on the bench if he comes back to Barcelona. If they could, if they could be able to find a striker, I mean, I don't know if the Lautaro Martinez thing is actually going to happen or not. There's a lot of money that Barcelona don't have. Um, Obviously, we already sold Arthur, you know, in, in a in a deal for um, what's his name, Panic or whatever. But it's Bartomeu obviously needs to go, but he's not going to go, and that's the frustrating part. Is that he has to go, but why would he go? It's his job. He's not gonna he's not gonna step down. He doesn't have the balls to step down. He doesn't have the balls. He doesn't have the integrity to step down. So I'm not I'm not holding my breath on that. And I mentioned that in my article that I that I put up there is uh, that he is not going to step down. So it almost becomes sort of this leap of faith of like, okay, we just better hope whatever signings he makes and also the addition of whatever manager it is. I don't know about you, but I don't, I don't, between Xavi and Pochettino, I don't know. Like Xavi's an experience. Yeah. He's a club legend, but that was him as a player. I don't know how he is as a manager and Pochettino. Yeah. He's got, he, he took Tottenham and, and he built them up. That's fine. But that doesn't automatically mean that he's going to do it at Barcelona necessarily. So I don't know. We're, we're, it's kind of a, it's kind of in a twilight zone right now. I, I don't know what you think. Mm. Pierce, uh, about what he said about the the defenders, about um, about them. What what your take on that? Well, like like you said, I think um, PK is definitely definitely past his prime. Um, and then I like how you put in a little Sergio Ramos over there, and you know it it is. Yes, they're two totally different types of defenders. Uh, Sergio Ramos is the attacking defender that will head the ball every single second he can and try to score. And Piquet, you know, he he's not really ever been necessarily great at that. And I think that's one of the reasons why um, Sergio Ramos can stay on top of the game is because he's able to get out and he's not just a defender. He's an attacker as well. Uh, and so, but my part about the game that I really, really enjoyed watching as a Bayern Munich fan is the wingbacks for Barcelona just crumbled every single time there That's was a, a cross, every single time there was a run in behind, they just crumbled. You can look at them. They're looking at PK. They're looking up the field. They're like lost. Every single time somebody came in, especially when, um, oh gosh, what's his name? Um, 
from what from um from Bayern Munich or Ex from no um Alfonso Davis especially when uh Alfonso came in with that incredible run across the back goal line post and just oh. giving it off to Kimmich to get yeah. it like a easy sitter goal it all they had to do was stick a foot out like to to barely hit the ball away but it, you could just tell that they were like second guessing each other every single second of the game and i think yeah. that's that was the biggest point defensively besides pk that really let barcelona down agreed i'll be we honest they haven't been the same since um danny alves and and puyol left the club oh a hundred percent yeah they danny alves same... kept that back line in order he was a leader he wasn't just uh you know a left back that was good at running the ball down and then defending it I mean, I mean, I mean, Alfonso Davis made made Semedo be like, "What? What do we have you like?" He he did he did a messy move on him that Messi did to Bayern Munich before. I'm yeah. like, I'm like, I'm like, yo, leave the kid alone. I was like, yo, he has ended his career. I'm like, oh my god, he, he's about to ask for his transfer. It's like, I don't want to play this no more. I'm gonna go to work somewhere else, maybe do car shop or something. I I, I when I when when Semedo felt like that, I just thought, all right, just. Just send him away right now. Just send him away right now. That is not only embarrassing, but it is such a lack of effort. That is such a we're going to lose anyway, so who cares kind of, you know, mentality, in my opinion. And and that's not that's not doing justice to the crest. That's not doing justice to the history. That's not even doing justice to Messi, if you really want to just come down to it. And to the young players. Because I, going back to it, I, I, I did feel bad for Dijon. I hope he doesn't think that, like, Oh shit! Is this what I signed up for? Like, is this what I really? Maybe I should have gone to PSG, or maybe I should have gone to Chelsea. You know, maybe I should have signed with City. Instead, I got convinced by Bartomeu to stay here, and like, this is what we're gonna do. I hope that's not the case. And with Ansu Fati, they'll be fine. Like in the long run, and 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 when the new signings come in, like a Pedri comes in next season, we'll see what happens. But I don't think that's enough for Messi. That's not gonna be enough. He, he's no. he doesn't have time to wait two or three years for these kids to to kind of start peaking so then they can start winning Champions Leagues. Like, he's got to win them now. That's why that City, like, City's always going to be there. And if he doesn't re-sign uh, in the next few weeks and he just goes into next uh, season, kind of, you know, in the last year of his contract, I mean, he's got an excellent team in City over there. He's got his former mentor. Everything is set up there for him and to win. He could be alongside Kevin De Bruyne and, and basically challenge Liverpool for the title and win a Champions League. Why wouldn't he want to go there? Why wouldn't he? Why why should he pick Barcelona, who's rebuilding, instead of Manchester City, when he's got a system that is already built with excellent players, an excellent bench, and probably a league that he can kick the he could kick their ass. You know, maybe Liverpool challenges them, obviously, but he could kick their ass. So why would he stay at La Liga to to for what? I don't get it, and that's frustrating for a Barcelona fan. It's frustrating because it's like you see so many reasons why to leave you see reasons to leave like I, I could see why he would leave even if he wanted to go back to argentina and go play for Newell's his, his his boyhood team hey why not go back to your country go go be a hero at the boyhood club and and call it good probably calls it good after the 20 you know after the 2022 world cup so i don't know it, there's a lot of things and it's i hate to say it but it all falls for now at least 
on two people, which is Bartomeu and the manager that is to be determined. And that's for us fans really frustrating. Yeah, definitely here. Especially like the news already popped out that the coach is already fired. Yeah. And this other stuff. And and for Man City, like I'll be completely honest, they just need like two two to three more pieces and pretty much they're like Barcelona when Pep Guardiola was there for, for them. They just need another what defender and what um oh my god, who who la- who retired from Man City? Fernandinho? David Silva. David Silva, yeah. David Silva. Uh, uh, who who was the other one who left? The Fernandinho, I think, was no. No. No, I forgot. I forgot his name. They just need that, and then boom, you get Messi, and you pretty much win championships. Like it'll be like the golden age. Yeah, all they all they need is a center back. They get Messi, and then they get maybe central defensive midfielder. Really need a wing back. Really oh yeah, do. that's true. That's a good point. That's a good yeah. point. Yeah, they need to win bet. And and yeah, they they got a they got a squad who is gonna who maybe the only team that challenges them is probably what maybe Liverpool and maybe this Bayern team because the Bayern team is excellent. Obviously, they're an excellent squad. They're tremendous, and they're only gonna get better next year when they have um, uh, Sane. So yeah, you know, hats off to them. You know, if, if they win it, then great. If not. I'm really not rooting for anybody. I guess who I'm rooting against is PSG. To be oh, honest, absolutely. I don't want to... <laughs> Absolutely, that's the one club in all of football that I anybody despise else win more than anybody yeah. else. If Bayern win it, great. City win it, great. If fucking you know Leipzig win it, fantastic. But just not PSG. No, no, we we gotta put also um Leipzig over there too, because you know Piers, we we're NYCFC fans. Mm-hmm. You know they're they're associated, they're associated with the rebels. You know we hate them, mm-hmm. so it's like they could be also eliminated too. They could they could. I'm sorry to say this. Um, they, um, they got locked in their um, hotel and they couldn't get out, and they both got, you know, disqualified. <laughs> well, maybe they'll break a window and get out of there. But I'd rather see, depending on what happens Tuesday, I'd rather see Leipzig in the final than PSG. I'll, I'll put it like that. And then Man City, Man City, and. Bayern will be. I, I just I say Man City because I expect to beat Leon. I mean, if Leon wins, then you know more power to them. But I just don't expect that to happen. But real, let's let's be honest. Man City Bayern is kind of the real final. Yeah, yeah. sure, absolutely. Yeah, they're they're, that, they're they're the two biggest and strongest teams depth wise as well. Yes, left in the point. tournament. I mean, Bayern Munich has always been a depth team. They may not have you know the crazy big names, but let's look at Kimmich. Three years ago, nobody knew who the heck this kid was. He came into this Bayern Munich squad from uh, from their academy, and now he's, if not one, the best right back in all of football right now. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, the kid is insane. Yeah, and and it, and it shows you how the success of those two clubs of City and, and Bayern, what you mentioned that the depth and how important that is, because. If you think back at the golden era of, of Barca, year you know 2008 to 2012, um, you know they did have depth. They did have some depth. They had, um, you know, they had uh, Tori or Yaya Tori at least for one year before he went. They had Seydou Keita. You know, they had their 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 bench players that could come in and help out. Ever since, well, I mean, it's even tough to say in their 2015 treble uh, season. I mean, they had some players in the bench, but some of them were just because, I mean, they had Xavi on the bench, but that's just because he was older 
They had Rack. They had just signed Rakitic. It just made more sense to to put him on the bench. But Barca never has had that deep of a bench in so many years, and and it, and it costs them. So that's why when you see, you know, you have to see Sergi Roberto. As much as I've liked him over the years, but you have to see him come in and be like your number one or number two option. He shouldn't be your number two option coming off the bench. As much as I like him, like no, like that's not that's not good enough. That's not going to win you the Champions League. It might win you a Liga, especially if it's a season that. Madrid are, are are struggling with, but it's not going to win you a Champions League. Barcelona, Bartomeu has never been able to figure out how to get a good bench. And the youngsters, as much as I like the young players, it, it doesn't work out. I mean, Rafinha didn't work out necessarily. Some of these other young players, um, Sandro back in the day, like didn't work out. Um, yeah, Cuenca and all these other ones didn't work out. It didn't work out because they, they're just not ready. And, and yet you see you know, teams like Man City who could bring in Amaras off the bench or Bayern who could bring in excellent players off the bench. Like, you know, it just almost makes it feel like, how did how did they figure it out and we can't? I'll be completely honest is that I guess they don't know the answer. I guess the only answer for them is here, here's money and like here's the money to plug a hole and we don't know what to do. And even though there's like, you know, um, tape and glue and cement over there to like, fix a hole all they do is just fill it up with like newspapers because i'll be honest when i i was against grisman coming here coming to the club i was like no we're gonna spend how much money for grisman and like we have coutinho and you loan him and look what coutinho did two goals in the six yep absolutely great performance why did we ship him to Bayern munich why he couldn't stay there we get Griezmann. We don't need Griezmann. We we could use that money to fix the the defense. We could get a solid right back, another solid um, center back, just in case. And I think that's we... another one of the uh, problems with Barcelona right now. Is you look at all their signings, majority of them are tacking players. I yes. mean, what what have we had? We've had Griezmann. We've had Coutinho. When you already have if not one, now maybe not this season, but in the past seasons, one of the best number nine striker in Luis Suarez. Um, and then you also have, of course, Messi, who can play that striker role, but can also play uh, a false nine role as well, I think, really well. So why, why are you bringing in these players that play in the same position as Messi and Suarez when you already have Messi and Suarez. It just, that's, I think, part of the problem with the Barcelona system right now is there is no system for the midfield and the defense. It's just, let's throw some money at some big attackers and hopefully we'll just outscore the other team. But as we see today, midfielders and a right wing back played an amazing game on on uh, Bayern Munich's team, and that's what would the game. Uh, I, I I agree. I mean, seeing seeing the way PK and some of these other players were trying to pass it to some of these midfielders, and then Byron were just coming in and swooping in and just taking the ball away. I mean, it seemed like just pros against some high school kids, and and it was just so embarrassing. And you know, for me, I'm just like, yeah, it's embarrassing, but at the same time, you know, we got to eat it. This is this was going to happen. This was the inevitable, and 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 here it is. Did I want it to be this bad? Of course not. I didn't want it to be eight two. I'd rather take three nothing. I'd, I'd take four nothing. Um, but you know, it is what it is. And and now 
we will we'll see where the money comes from because that's the most difficult part. It's like, okay, if you try to sell Griezmann, I'm sure there might be a buyer for Griezmann, but we're not going to get the, obviously we got to get some discount. They're going they're going to want him in the discount. So that's lost money, even if you sell him for, let's say you sell him for ninety million. Um, that, but that's still lost money because you paid more than that. Who else? You're going to sell Coutinho to what? Arsenal? Okay, they're not going to pay what what was what Barcelona paid. So. You're selling him for 70, maybe, maybe even less. Who knows? Okay, that's still lost money. You maybe keep Dembele because, you know, call me, call me a dreamer, but I still think that, okay, now that he's had his surgery or surgeries on on his issues with his uh, hamstrings and or whatever, um, you know, he's still young. He's still, I believe, 23. He, and he's still fast. He's still, when he's been healthy, we've seen that he can, you know, he can do things. We saw it against Chelsea a few years ago, or was it last year? I can't remember. Um, in the Champions League quarterfinals or round 16. But other than that, I don't know where the money's coming from. I mean, I guess, who are you going to sell? Rakitic? Who, what are we going to get for Rakitic? Not much. Even if mm-hmm. PK sold, not going to get that much for PK either. I hate to think the idea of like, okay, do you try to negotiate something for Marc Andre Ter Stegen? But, I mean, Ter Stegen, other than Messi, is, is the guy there. But it might be a case where, okay, do you do a swap deal for Chelsea and, and you take in Peppa? You know? Oh, gosh. Oh, <laughs> no, 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 man. No, Look, I, I, desperate I, times. I'd rather, I'd rather take, I'd rather take the, the goalie that made those mistakes against Real Madrid than Kepa. Oh, um, what was his name? A car, uh, car, started with a K. I forget his name. I don't know. Carius. That's it. There, I think it was that. I'm right. Thank you. Not yeah. Look, I think Ter Stegen is a great goalkeeper. Like three years ago, th- two years ago, I would have said he's, if not the best, one of the best goalkeepers. But yes. I think that the reason why he was one of the best goalkeepers is because the defense was a lot stronger. You had PK, who is still somewhat in his prime, making great plays and really breaking down attackers when they came into the box. But yeah. now that you don't have that, as you saw today, what Ter Stegen looked like Keppa. He looked like Keppa for Chelsea. That's what happened today. And I and I don't I don't know if there's um what's his name? He plays for AC Milan. Um starts with the G. Uh, AC Milan goalkeeper? Yeah. Dora Dora something. I forgot his name, but I know who you're referring to. Yeah. So that guy. Mm -hmm. Great young prospect. Still in, still not even in his prime. His young, he's 21? 21 or 22. Bring him in. Have him as a backup next year. And then sell Ter Stegen because Ter Stegen's what? 30, 32 now, right? I can't remember. Ter Stegen is 28. Oh, my gosh. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, Ter Stegen. Okay. We love you, but... I, I thought he was older. much older. Yeah. But, okay, so... But he's 28, and he ha- just had a game like that, and his past season wasn't all that great. Uh, for Let's put it in context. Real Madrid this year started off one of the worst defensive teams in the league. They finished off the best defensive team in the league. 
That, that was due to that was due to a goalkeeper getting more experience over like half a season and then coming into his own. Terstegen got worse over this season. I think it might be time to maybe look at a goalkeeper change, but maybe maybe to give him like a way to say, hey, you're not really, you know, you may be number one, but you're second. We, we're willing to put this 21 year old in here. That will give you a challenge. Yeah. Although, really, I think Busquets needs to go. If you if Barcelona ha- is going to have a chance next year, Busquets needs to go. Interesting. Never really thought about it with that. True. I mean, I'll, be, I'll be honest. Yeah, maybe as a maybe it could be substitute. Like, it's like I feel like you really don't see a change in that in like the first team, like. And the substitutes or the reserves, there's not really another challenge. So it's like more slacking rather than when you when we had the golden age. That yo, there's players in the bench that could take your spot. Now it's like, oh, we already know who's gonna be there, and there's not really much of a challenge. It's like everybody says, it's Messi plus plus ten. Yeah, one thing that I'll do. Um, I, I didn't do this for my article, but uh, I, I'm looking at the list of some like the. The roster right here. So, Ter Stegen, I would, I wouldn't openly say I'm listening to offers, but I would at least, you know, be like, hey, if there's an interesting deal, like I said, for a younger one, for a younger goalkeeper, then and if we can get more money because this team is, well, first because Bartomeu is so stupid and he has completely fucked up the money, we need money, so I would listen. Uh, Semedo, I would sell. Uh, Piquet, yes. I would sell. He does, he, he's. What we'll sell him for three tacos and send a Coca-Cola <laughs> right now. I know he, he says he's only 26, but at the same time, wait, he just doesn't have it. He doesn't have it for, for this wait, team. Wait, he's 26? Yeah. yeah he's... Oh, damn. Yeah, we have to sell him. Yeah. Look, and it's not just that, but also he had only a 59% tackles one ratio for a winger in a starting uh... lineup. And he played 32 out of 38 games this season. And I'm talking about La Liga because, you know, but. Yeah, he's like a poor man's Danny Alves. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so he needs to go. PK needs to go, but I I expect him to stay just because it's PK and they're going to probably keep him there. Uh, Rakitic's going to go, but I don't know who's going to buy him. Busquets, I mean, I agree with the, it would be nice to see him maybe start coming off the bench. He's 32. He's obviously doesn't have the same. I mean, his footwork is is okay, but it's not the same speed. And I feel like now with these teams, the way they play, you you need more of that speed. So he probably ends up staying. Arthur's already gone. Suarez, I moved to the bench. Obviously, Messi stays. I would personally keep them better, but I could see some people saying, we'll just sell him because he's 23. Okay. Uh, Neto was bought for $26 million and he, he only played in uh, Copa games. He can go. Uh, Langley stays. I sell Griezmann. I try to just convince PSG, hey, he's he's a national hero for you guys. Take him. You know, give us something for him. <laughs> sell him to Inter Miami. They still have like a third spot. There you go. Yeah. Um, Jordi yep. Alba I'm conflicted with because, all right, he's 31. Yes, he's done a lot for the club. We cannot deny that. But at the same time, I, I feel like a lot of times he hurts the team with his pressing and his moving up yes. than, than, than actually – benefits them i don't expect him to leave but i i don't know 
Martin Braithwaite or Braithwaite or whatever. He's only just for one year, so he's gone. Uh, Sergio Roberto, give him off the bench. He's not a starter. Frankie Jong is an automatic starter. That's not no debate. Uh, Bidan has gone. Umtiti is gone, but I don't know if he's, anybody wants to buy him. He's only 26, but I don't know if anybody wants to buy him because he's injury prone. Yes, that's true. And then Jun- Junior Firpo, I don't know. I haven't seen that much of him uh, personally to say like that I know that he's going to be a buster. He's going to be good, so I don't know. 23 years old from the Dominican Republic. He's a left back. Yeah. I mean, maybe I guess keep him for another year. Obviously, Ricky Puig's is, or Puig is, is there. Ansu Fati's already there. Uh, you got your other uh, guys like Pedri coming up uh, next year also as well. I don't know what they're going to have left to even buy. That's the thing. Like, I don't know what, where the money's going to come from to buy. But we'll see. And then uh, even just looking at next year, it's funny because I just saw that who comes off or who already came off the books was Arda Turan. And that was a fucking disaster too. That's true. That just came off the books. That's ridiculous. And that just shows you the incompetency of Bartomeu. Who did? I didn't hear that. Arda Turan. Oh. Yeah, that, that, uh, that's that's like a throwback. That's a throwback name right there, because I think yeah. that that's his last good days were in uh, was around Atletico when they made that run. Yeah, yeah, and and if we're on the subject of like throwbacks, like let's talk about Vidal. What the heck was he doing this game? Just he didn't trying. want to be there no more. I, I mean, it, you you have Vidal and you have Griezmann talking all this junk on Twitter and social media. About Griezmann, oh, I brought my PlayStation. I'm ready to stay until the final. Vidal, oh, well, we're the best team in the world, you know, whatever with Bayern. You, you know, that's part of the problem with this squad for Barcelona. You have all these head cases that think just because they're playing for Barcelona that you're automatically the best team in the world. You, you got to prove it every game. Every single time you step on the pitch, you have to prove it. And that's one of the reasons why they didn't win La Liga. They got kicked out 8-1, really, let's call it what it is, 8-1, because they only scored one goal. They got it kicked w- out 8-1 to uh, Bayern Munich. I, it would have I mean, been more. It would have oh, been gosh, more. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Would have easily been 15. Well, I mean, and you just – if we look – at the amount of chances that they had, like um, Bayern Munich had inside the box, they had, hold on, I had the stat here. They had 20 chances inside the box to Barcelona's six. 20 to six shots inside the box. I mean, they got to get it inside the box from the midfield. Midfield is always first defense, and if first, your midfield yeah. can't convi- can't contain the other players around them and can't prevent long balls, and it's it's just sad. It really is because as a Bayern Munich fan, I have a lot of love for Vidal, but honestly, recently it's just sour grapes. I agree. No, I, I agree. And, and and it's a player I hate. You know, I'm going to speculate just because I guess I, because I can. I, it's a player who I think realizes he's past his prime. He's no longer the player that he used to be. And you're kind of just living by your name right now. 
there Arturo Vidal, two-time, you know, Copa America winner. And yeah, he, he's had a good career or he had a good career. He's past his prime. He should probably just either go back to Chile or, I mean, he could, he could, he could be, you know, a good player, I'm sure, with an, with an MLS team. Nothing wrong is playing in the MLS, but it is what it is. I mean, older players come here. That's that's just how it is. Yeah. But he's not he's not a top player. He doesn't belong in a Bayern or a Barca or a Madrid or anywhere that he belongs at most. Maybe at an AC Milan, you know, <laughs> <laughs> or Villarreal, something like that. But other than that, nah. I think it's I think if he were to go to Inter Inter Miami or something, he could sell some shirts. Uh, but yeah, kind of like what Falcao may be doing when he comes here. Allegedly, yeah, allegedly for the past four years. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I mean, I mean, the biggest rumor is that Vidal might go to Mexico to play with Club America. Oh, and, and he'd probably be great there. Like, and that's fine. I mean, it's just the league is is obviously different. It's just it's obviously not the same level. So I'm sure he he did well there, but he's just not he's not a top player, and he doesn't. I hate to say it, but he just doesn't belong in one of those top teams. He just that's it. He you can't contribute. Back like it was back in whatever five years ago. Yeah, and and it, especially that yellow card that he got at the last second of the game, like just bad mouthing the referee, just talking all this crap. It's like, dude, what? You you, you got to leave it on the pitch. If you can't leave it on the pitch, don't uh don't come next time. So let me ask both of you guys. Um... Uh, before uh, I, I'm, I'm going to head out in just a little bit because uh, I'm going to get together my my piece and I, I thank you guys for uh, for inviting me. I appreciate it. But as far as a manager, who do you guys want to see? One as a Barca fan and then one as a Real Madrid Bayern fan. Marcelo Biasa for me. Really? Wow. Mar Marcelo Biasa from from Leeds. He hasn't he hasn't resigned yet with them. So he could be probably a free transfer right there. I mean, we could if we can, we could go for him. You know, he he has done great stuff for Leeds. You know, he put him back to Premier League. I say we give him a shot. Yeah, that's that's actually a really good idea um, because you know he's a young, younger-minded manager. He works well with younger talent, so he'd be good for Fatih and Usman if you kept him. But for for me as a as a Real Madrid and Bayern fan, I'd really like to see you guys get Poch Pochettino. I agree. That's that's well, where I was leaning towards. Yeah. And I think Pochettino, and I'm also an Arsenal fan too now. So, you know, Tottenham Hotspur. Ugh. But I always respected the dude because with Daniel Levy at Tottenham, you know. I don't. I've never seen a more Jewish-led um, guy before. Just every single penny holding on to for dear life, like he's gonna take it in the afterlife with them. I to to have somebody like that as your boss, and to be barely spending any money at all, and still have top football being played, not results-wise, but football being played. It's, it really says something about that man's character and about his tactical prowess. I think that that would really bring another lever to Barca. But do I think it'll happen? Not really. Because the reason why is because he doesn't – at least I don't think he fits 
Barcelona's system, as in, you know, their hierarchy system right now. Because if we look at Barca's past managers, the past three managers have been kind of, for lack of better words, but yes, man. Like, yeah, sure, we'll put this Griezmann in the squad. Yeah, sure, we'll do something with Coutinho. I mean, uh, I, yeah, I, I, I agree. And, and I... I... I honestly don't know who will be. I, I've had some people also on, on Twitter send me, like, who do you think or, or whatever? Like, I don't know. I mean, yeah, like, everybody's saying, well, it should be Xavi. Like, should it be Xavi? Like, what has Xavi done? Like, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, yeah, he's – he. I grew up loving Xavi. Like, yeah, like, Xavi, we were around the same age. And so Xavi, like, always – like, I always admire Xavi. But at the same time, it's like, okay, being a, a player manager for two years in – some club in what was it, the United Arab Emirates or something like that? Like, that's not the same as you know managing Messi and managing FC Barcelona and having to go up against Real Madrid and Atletico every week or every other week. I, I would go with Pochettino. I, I agree in the sense of that it's probably not going to happen, but he has experience. He can build a team up, um, at least in my opinion. He could build a, a club like Tottenham, who I, I call him in my in my in the piece that I wrote. Uh, you know, a second tier Premier League team, you know, to, to, to the other big, uh, to the other big clubs, especially the big four, um, you know, and he built them up. He took them to a Champions League, Champions League final. And so that, that, that deserves something. And, you know, when Pirlo signed with Juve, I think there's some Barca people that were like, oh, okay, yes, he's still out there because he would be a much better option than, uh, let's say who was the former uh, Juve manager. Um, uh, Allegri, he would be a much better option. That's, um, but I don't think it's going to happen. You know, to your point, I think they're going to go with somebody who can fit the style. But you know what? Maybe we just reached the point where the style needs to stop. The style just yes. needs to end. Yes. Kind of like the tough decision back in 2008 to get rid of. Um, why can't I remember his name in the moment? Um, the former manager before Pep. I mean, we won a Champions League with um, Frank Reichard. Frank Reichard. Um, they won the Champions League with Frank Reichard, and yeah. he was let go just because the team was getting older, the, the system just wasn't working anymore, and they took a chance with Pep. They might do that with Xavi, yeah, but they did change the system. And I feel like after, as I call it in my piece, this patchwork that they've done these past few years to try to just patch things up, it's time for a new system. And it, it may fit Messi, it may not fit Messi, but you know what? He's still a player. Yes, he might be the greatest of all time, but he's still a player, and he still needs to abide by what the manager brings in. Whether he likes it or not, he might go with it, or he might rebel with it. Who knows? But for the long for the long haul, I think a new system is needed, and I think Pochettino would bring that in. I mean, he's Argentine as well, so hopefully they would get along at least. Um, <laughs> if not, you know what? Messi has every right to leave next year. He has every right to leave. He's still going to be a club legend. But at least Pochettino is going to bring up those young kids. He's going to bring up Frankie De Jong and Ansu Fati and uh, and and Trincao, um, who's Francisco Trincao, who's going to be coming up as well from uh, from Portugal. So, and that's I hate to say it because I know some Barca fans might be hurt by it, but at some point we do have to look beyond Messi. You know, he's oh. still the core of the club. He's still obviously yes, he's still our mm. our everything for now, if you will. But at no. some point, he's not going to be. That's true. Well, that's, that's true. Let's just think about it for a minute. The Barca way right now, as you guys are saying, it needs to change. But let's the past three years has basically been give the ball to Messi. He'll do something amazing. 
That's give the true. ball to Messi. He'll do something amazing. He'll get us out of this. He always oh. has. Well, dude's pushing it now. He's getting older. He's, I mean, yes, he hasn't slowed down goals-wise, but his legs, okay, you only got yeah. so long on him. I mean, I mean, I don't know if you see uh, MLS over here, but the way how how Barcelona's plays is how NYCFC play when we got David Villa, is give the ball to David Villa and everybody stands back. A hundred percent agree. A hundred percent. And everything changed after David Villa left. I will say one thing going going back to Xavi, uh, is that. Yeah, he hasn't done much right now, but neither did Frank Lampard, neither did um, Arteta, and they're both, and neither did Zidane, exactly. And there's three club legends that have only had, Zidane didn't have any prior experience, but um, what was it? I think it was the youth 23, under 23 team, and then Frank Lampard had one year at Derby, I think it was. And this is Arteta's first ever coaching job. And I know Arteta's only had half a year. Frank Lampard only won. I mean, Zidane, forget about it. The dude won three back-to-back-to-back Champions League trophies. But, like, I've kind of been accepting that maybe it's time for these older generation of coaches to move on. Like uh, Carlos Ancelotti. Like, um, uh, what's his name? The guy that Juventus just fired. Sadi. Sadi, thank you. And also, like, you know, um, oh my gosh, why am I, I have horrible time with names. Um, Mourinho. Mourinho. Look I, we get, I get more, we get Mourinho back to. <laughs> oh, no, that's, you know what? As a Real Madrid fan, do it. <laughs> No. No, I, I I might have to not follow the club for a few years if he if he joins there. I no. I started GoFundMe that says we 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 give you the money just to get out. It'll be interesting. I think um, these next few weeks will be will be very interesting to see where where the club goes because obviously due to due to everything how you know with the pandemic and how the season has been kind of crunched together, you know the start of the Liga will be like like quicker than than before so they're not going to get a full three months off or whatever off or two months off it's going to be pretty quick just like we see at the premier league i mean they'll start oh it made to late next month already their new season so if if bartomeo and i hate to say it because it's like we're putting everything on him i mean he is the president of the club at least for now um depending on what he does and his next move in these next even you can even say in these next two weeks his moves are going to dictate a lot on what happens in the future. And we'll, we'll see. We'll see who will be available to purchase, who will be, who will be sold. But I don't know. It's, um, I guess I would tell Barca fans, just, um, just hang on for a little bit because it's going to get interesting. But once, once a manager is, is signed, that's going to dictate everything else because whoever it is, whether it's Xavi or whether it's Pochettino or whether it's somebody else that we just don't know, then he is going to dictate, okay, this is who I want for this club. And he's also going to have to talk with Messi, even if it's Xavi. They're friends, but um, he's going to have to sit and say, hey, this is this is how we're going to build our future with these young players because they have a lot of young players. And they're going to depend on a lot of them as well, on the for the future. So 
he's gonna have to convince him and say, hey, like, just trust this process, and this is where we're going. We'll see. Mm. Time how about, will yeah. tell. Yeah. How, how about how about this? If if he does leaves, how about bringing Puyol as president? Yeah, I wouldn't mind it. I mean, I mean, we, I mean, even Real Madrid friends, you know, they have mad respect for him because even when we were acting silly, you know, he was like the dad figure, like, you know, hey, cut it out, you know, uh, you know, this whole thing, you know, and I say, like, we really need, like, discipline in this team, like, you know, you guys better cut it out, and, you know, you, you have a job to do, and that's what um, Puyol gave to the club when he was playing, he gave, like, you know, hey, you know, focus, focus, you know, even we were two goals down, you know, he'll be like, yo, we still got there, we still got time, and what happened? We came back, you know, and I think that's what we're missing, especially in the higher ups that they're doing all of this and and they don't have there's not a focus. And I believe if he does leaves, I, I say let's put Puyol in, just try it out and hopefully magic happens again. And and that last thing is, is so important is like you said is the discipline because if you think of the only time after Pep left that there was success with Barcelona is with Luis Enrique. And yes, Luis Enrique maybe not the king of tech, you know, of tactical moves, but he did also he didn't put up with much shit. He was he could be tough when he needed to be, and he could tell these he could tell you know Neymar whoever it was when things needed to be done he, you know he would do it. And that since he left as well, like his time obviously his time came and and went. But since since then what Valverde nope, Setien terrible. And nobody has a spine, you know. Even before uh, Luis Enrique, I mean, what you had Tata, no spine. Sorry, you know, maybe he's good for, you know, the Mexican national team or for whatever national team. But no. Yeah, he's with us. We we we've been doing good with him. Thank you very much. We, we, yeah, no, we, and we, we've been killing USA, you know. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> no, and he's and you know what, and that fits him better. He's a he's a better part time manager than a full time league manager, and that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that, you know. Yeah. Um. But yeah, and, and so whether it's Pochettino, who I, I think would bring in some discipline, Xavi would definitely bring discipline, or even Bielsa, um, I, I at least am somewhat comforted of the fact that like, all right, at least somebody, if it's one of those three, they're at least going to say like, hey, this is my locker room and this is what we're going to do. If it's not one of those three, who knows? I mean... <laughs> I hope it's not Arsene Wenger or something like that. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. You know, you know, Arsene Wenger. He had his moment, but like towards the end was just terrible. Yeah. And and Allegri, yeah. I'm sorry, Allegri just a pushover in my opinion. But that's just me. Yep, I agree. Allegri, uh, all he was good for was you know just containing the little bit that he had, and just like I said with the other other guys for Barca, he was just a yes man. Um, and then. Uh, Put some respect on Arsene Wenger's name, okay? The dude went in. Look, the only manager to get the Golden Premier League trophy, all right? Put some respect on that. All right, that's fair. That's fair. Okay. I'll, I'll just pretend the last four years didn't happen. How about that? No, yeah. None of us none of us Arsenal fans talk about the last four years, okay? Okay. That's right. But, yeah, he he, he, he was the manager of the Invincibles, and he, he turned that team around. So, fair enough. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to head out, you guys. It was fun talking. Yeah, pleasure, hey. man. 
Hey, rather than you giving us 10 minutes, you actually gave us 50 minutes, almost an hour. I know. It's crazy, man. I got to go heat up my dinner now, man. But, <laughs> but but it was fun, man. The conversation was good. That's, you know, couldn't stop the conversation, you know. But I appreciate it. And uh, look out for my piece. Uh, I'm going to post it actually just on my website, which is shortcardenas.com. All right. Oh. Yeah, send me, yeah, send me the link on the DM and I'll post it on the when I when I upload this podcast. It'll probably be Tuesday when I upload it. Okay. And usually that's, that's my regular podcast um, days that I post it. Mm. So, so, yeah, so I'll do that. I'll post it. Uh, I'll put it so it could be in the show notes and everything like that. All right, man. Sounds good. All right, man. Thank you very much for coming in here. You know, this you, you let your grievances, you know, we've been mourning, you know. I don't know if you've seen the meme of, you know, you know, the, the graveyard, like everybody is so like sad and we see somebody right there like saying like, you know, peace and everything like that. I don't know if you've seen that meme. And it says Coutinho. In the tombstone, it says Barcelona. And the one who's giving the peace sign is Coutinho. Like, hey, you know. Oh, I love it. I love it. Uh, well, you know what? Yeah, I mean, it's fitting. It's fitting. They got buried today. And now it's just now it's just a matter of, okay, we have to start something new and forget some of these older players and and, and possibly forget this system. The style of play. It might be time to change. Well, just look at Real Madrid from last year to this year. You know, it's just, you just need a quick kick in the nuts to get shit back in order. Yeah, Bayern cut off the nuts today, let's be honest. They didn't just take it. So, I think we got to grow, either grow a new pair or get like a transplant, but we'll see. All right, you guys. I'm going to head out. All right, man. Thank you very much. All right, thanks, man. See ya. I went very good. (laughs) Oh, God. Can you hear me? Yep. Oh, man. See, from analysis on this whole thing, we're giving you the best analysis, people. Oh, man. And even if it's coming from Barcelona fans, like, really? Like, really? It's, It's been hard. Especially for me, just like, I mean, you're loving it. Let's all be honest, Pierce. You're loving well, it. I, I love it, yes, as a rival fan, but also as someone just who knows what Barcelona has been. It's sad. It really is. It's, it's, it's just sad to watch a giant fall this far. Ah, oh, man. It's sad. It's very, very sad. Uh, I think that's the whole thing. I think... I'll be honest, I think this is when he says it's the end of an era. It's let's all be honest, this is the end of this is the end of the tiki taka type of play. Oh, that was over when Pep left, let's be honest. <laughs> I think they try to mold it and this other stuff and it didn't really work. Which is upsetting. Yeah, and I, and and I'm and you remember when Barcelona said, I don't know if you saw this, that Barcelona says um Hey, you know, um, for the Atlantico Madrid game, uh, like they were selling those jerseys. I actually bought one. <laughs> oh my gosh! I know. And I'm like, man, it could stay in Barcelona. <laughs> I do <it> get better. It's <laughs> oh, like those man. people who buy the uh, the uh, the Super Bowl like gear of the team that lost. Oh, hey, but it's cheap. It's like, <laughs> yeah, I guess <laughs> it's not worth anything. Hey, you know that I bought 
I one time at GameStop I bought uh thirty shirts and I only spent fifty and I only spent like thirteen dollars. GameStop has been selling a lot of stuff right now. No, no, not now. Like after, like they were selling some shirts for like, like ninety nine cents. So they were like a special, like buy two get one free. Yeah, when <laughs> I I went in and got a a, a Katsuki shirt. Uh, and tomorrow's pro day. Huh? <laughs> tomorrow's pro a... day. I don't know. Yeah. Oh man. Well, it was nice talking, man. But we needed this um type of morning for us it's yeah been... morning for you guys <laughs> i know you're celebrating you're happy because you got one championship for yeah. this season and, we're, and we and the only championship we got is hey at least you try and continue like hey i'm sorry i scored that many goals on you guys but... and he and he won uh the dfb pokal and um you, and you know what the, the yeah. league you know what i forgot to ask him and I forgot to ask him. And I saw on Twitter that it says if if um, Coutinho wins the Champions League, Barcelona has to pay five million to Liverpool. Really? I I forgot to ask him that. Mm. I I don't know nothing. I don't really keep up on the whole like. You know, I was like, I was like, financials of football very much. Yeah, it says it says if they if I think it's Coutinho wins, but I don't know if, if it means if with Barcelona or with another team or or if he just win a championship, Barcelona has to get five million, mm. which is which is come on five come on man who the hell made that oh man I'm gonna go cry again. <laughs> All right. And hear man. that? All right, everyone who's listening, invest in Kleenex right now. All right, Antonio is going to go cry in the corner for about another year and a half until the next Champions League runs around. Hey, hey, somebody put that song from um, Coco. Remember me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, it's gonna be crazy. All right, guys, we heading now. That's we're already recorded over an hour. Um. We needed this talk. We needed everything. We needed a, a, a rival to come and, and save our, our pain and everything. And it was a good podcast, man. It was a good podcast. Yeah, oh, I definitely enjoyed it. My first <laughs> podcast record never. I think this was a very good one to start off with. Yeah, of course it's a good one. You guys won and beat us and, like, slap us crazy. Yeah, just a lot of bit. <laughs> All right, guys. So... We're heading now. I'm going to edit this now, and yeah, we'll be up, and um, more podcasts will be soon. And right now, like he says, I'm going to go get Kleenex, and everything should be good. So before we go, uh, Piers, plug in your Twitter and Instagram if you have. Yeah, so I don't I don't really use Instagram, but I got Twitter, at uh, Nixman54. Nix as in the basketball team that never does anything ever. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Like Barcelona, <laughs> buddy. No, not like Barcelona because we've never been that good. Let's be honest, <laughs> we haven't been that good since 1996. That's a whole different podcast, <laughs> mm, whole different one. <laughs> All right, man. So follow him, everything will be in the show notes. Shuela's uh, Suela, I forgot how to say it. Oh my god, I'm coming, right? Suela, um. 
article is coming. It's in the article if you want to see it in the description box. Everything will be there. Uh, uh, share this with your friends. Uh, there'll be more maybe emergency podcasts like this. I don't know what's going to happen. It, 2020 is crazy and freaking Barcelona is a puto disaster for real. Oh my god. Alright guys, so I let you guys go. Bye. Bye.